bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth Roundtable. <laughs> Kyle, I swear. <sighs> Came in raw. <sighs> what are we going to do with him? <laughs> there you go. There you go. The Biden administration has petitioned the Supreme Court to keep going with student loan debt. And then Kyle gonna be like, yay! Nothing? You gonna say yeah too. Why? You gonna get 10,000? Oh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot. And he's he's like halfway, mm, that's the scam with him. I know your background. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm calling him. I'm calling eighty-seven thousand of my best friends. I don't. I, I meet the requirements. <laughs> I'm broke. Hey, so um, could y'all look at no eight three three two one two one zero one seven? I'm not gonna answer. I'm not gonna read the the music question. That was the music comment. That was kind of. I like you guys. You guys have way. We need to get up update our bump game. And TMJ. There you go. You guys, it's me excited. Yeah. You, you know who does really well, and I know this is totally off. Greg uh, Greg Hill actually does a pretty good job with bumps. I'm not sure if he does it for. Uh, um, he does. What is it? Is it not? I've what is the morning show? Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's Morning News. There it is. I've WMN. been telling you that since he did me and Denise on Sunday nights. I, mean, I said the one of the best producers here. I've, 
I've known about Greg Hill. What you saying? So why didn't you steal him? You should have stolen him. You should have just gangsta. Greg didn't want to be. Put him in a headlock. He, he made a decision. Mm-hmm. Now he has to live with it every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm a gangster Greg. Yeah, but he he is good at that. He he's he's really good at, at that. But all of our producers are are just the 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 mental, the way that they think and the way that they work. You ain't gotta say it because they the in there. They you ain't gotta say it. They're all staring right at you in the face. They're all staring at you right in the face. The whole crew. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not no. gassing you up. Oh, I'm gassing you up. Yeah. Then let me tell the truth. They some no good low down. <laughs> We're evenly matched. In what way? Shoe size. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Hello, Doctor Ken. I'm Tim G. Your Ford guy in new car sales at Griffin Ford. I can help you upgrade to a six and a half foot bed truck so you can drive off with that seventy five inch TV. If you think I'm gonna pay seventy thousand dollars so I could drive a eight hundred dollar TV, not true. It's not happening. Not true. You can get a Ford F one fifty around forty thousand. I'm not paying forty. Oh, well, I'm just I'm just saying that you could you could I'm, I might be looking for a new car. I never know. Jimmy G. I'm serious. My car. I have a 2012, I have a 20, 2013 Ford it's, Focus. I, it's about time. I it, think maybe you got a hoodie hoo ha. Whoa, 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 whoa. It ain't no hoopty hoo ha. Nothing. It's a my baby. Well, my cars are twenty fourteen. My cars are twenty thirteen. But I love my car. And I, I love keep it clean. I keep it. I try. Keep wheels on it. Like all that. You right? do more. Than, I've seen your car. You do more than keep wheels on it. That's very true. <laughs> I've never seen it dirty one time. That's true. Car, everyday car wash or what are you doing? Oh God, no! I've never I just, seen it dirty. I just actually, wash it. You know, <clears throat> unlike some people in the room. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, he admitted it. Only wash it when I get oil changes. Are you serious? You only get oil changes every t- every four, okay. four months. Every four months. And every four months. What kind of driving you do that you got to get your oil changes? You're, every spo- four you're supposed to get it like the, the sticker that usually I go about five thousand. Nah, I, either I, it depends. What kind of oil do you get? Synthetic or I, just regular? I get I get the good stuff over there. At, synthetic? Uh, you're going full synthetic on there? I, well, I don't know. I, whatever whatever they're getting, I can tell you if you really want to know. Because I mean, I go to mm-hmm. Heiser. And they're still are they still a partner with six twenty WTMJ? Yeah, yeah, with Scafidi. Yeah, Steve yeah. Scafidi. Oh, yeah. You should see the car Steve gets. <laughs> see, I I have. <laughs> I thought he was in the family. I don't get cars. I'm just a lowly. Talk Sound show like you need host, a truck so right now. I need a truck. If we could like talk about some trade and some, you know, I'm just saying. <clears throat> I'm open. <laughs> Kyle be like, no. Uh, but, I want it. But he'll tell me no and then he'll take it yeah well yeah it's the perks of being the boss that's (laughs) it it yes it is truth roundtable has gotten completely and totally off kilter we're gonna blame kyle yeah let's do it i'm tired of the election stuff it's over and i'm tired of it if i saw another commercial like okay let, let me just ask the question and i will start with mike why did mandela barnes lose Or better yet, is it where can you where do you have to start? Like it's so many. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I was. Th- <laughs> well, you know what? I, I will say this for the Barnes campaign: they did better than most people thought they were going to do. I mean, the fact that it was a race almost at all. I mean, if you think back to six years ago, Russ Feingold, Ron Johnson wasn't this close. I mean, that one was that was over. Almost as soon as it started, no one thought it was going to go that way. So if I was, I mean, on election night, you know what I mean? Like when right, we saw right, the returns right. start coming in, it was, yeah, it was an immediate, tight. it was yeah. an immediate, I was at the Johnson campaign headquarters 
on that night. And it was an immediate lifting of the spirits on that one. So I would say this for Mandela Barnes' campaign. They did a lot better than people thought. Now, granted, it's politics, so you either won or you lost, you know, and there's no, and now it's it's what's next for you. Um, but I will say I was surprised at his turnout on election night. It was stronger than I thought it was going to be in areas that weren't just Milwaukee. I thought maybe he might also have a little trouble in Madison or Dane County. He didn't. But just name recognition on itself. You're going right. up against an incumbent senator. That's very right. hard to do. You're coming right. out of not nowhere, but is this a really big underdog. And I think they did better. I think both parties in this state left election night thinking we might have let one get away. You know, if you're the Republicans, you're thinking, how did we not? How did Tim Michaels not win? There are a couple things we probably could have done to maybe push him over the edge. And I think for the Democrats, while you're happy that Mandela did as good as he did, you got to think, I think, was there something we could have done for maybe one county to switch it and mm, it could have been a win? Because the Republicans didn't get over 75% of those upper counties. What, what do they call them? The the like the northern counties? The collar counties? The wild counties? Yeah, and the, the wild counties. The bow counties, yep. right? Brown, out of gamey, up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because he didn't get 75%, he wasn't going to win. And when I started saying the 64%, he got 83% in a county that has like, you know, like 500 people. He wasn't going to win. Yeah. No, you have to make inroads. I thought Paul Farrow, or, or I'm sorry, it was former Governor Tommy Thompson, uh-huh. made a great point on election night. His point was you cannot win a race if you're a Republican by completely seeding Milwaukee County and Dane County because Dane County has become yep. such a player. You have yep. to find a way. And I think you could probably make more inroads in Milwaukee County than you can Dane County, but you have to turn some sort of a message yep. in one of those to and be able to to win. Didn't do either. No, and if you're a Democrat and you don't poll as well, or you don't draw as well in those two, you have to have the ability to win some of these other counties, not just because they were not maybe as high on the candidate, which is, I think, what happened with Tim Michaels, right. but because they see value in you. Like You can't win the state by winning two counties. Well, Tim had no real value. I mean, he didn't really bring anything to the table yeah. other than business and being a Marine. So what are your thoughts, Kyle? No, I, I think the biggest thing, I'll not object, I'll disagree with Mandela. I actually believe that Mandela Barnes, if we looked at the polls early, Mandela Barnes was up eight points in poll. I believe Ron Johnson was a candidate number one that the Democrats wanted to go after for a reason because he was ripe to be beaten. He really was. And the biggest fault falls on the Democratic Party because what they did in this election is they did not let Mandela be battle tested. They paved the way for him. So instead of Mandela being battle tested and having any type of competition, they made Alex Lazary drop out. They made Tom Nelson drop out. They yep. made Sarah Godlewski drop out, who could have potentially probably been a better candidate as we reflect than Mandela Barnes because of the fact of what was on the ballot and what she can speak to, what her successes or what she's done, which Mandela did not do. And the problem with Mandela is the entire time there's, you know, when you're up a lot of points in a game, but you feel the momentum shifting a little bit and you just cannot stop that momentum. And so you're up 21 points and then next, you know, they score a touchdown and you realize, uh oh. What do we got to do to stop them? And you say you cannot stop them. That's what happened to Mandela. He was playing defense the entire time instead of being on the, uh, the offensive. Remember when Tim Michaels got the nomination, within five days of him getting the nomination, 
our TV screens were bombarded with ads talking about Michael's corporation and about right. Tim Michaels and the things that he said. Right. Mandela Barnes did not go on the attack. He never took the time to say, this is who I am. This is what I accomplished. So what happened was, is even though he wasn't an unknown across the state, he was the lieutenant governor. People in places up north or going out west or going even, even southwest, they didn't know too much about Mandela. They heard the name, but they didn't have this negative perception of him. But what happened? Starting in August, their TV was flooded with all this AOC, the squad, he hates this, he hates that. Comments and, going on Russian TV. So, and so what right. happened was, if when you don't know this person, you don't have much of an opinion, and you allow your opponent to paint the picture of who you are, even though you have a track record of the politician, that is where you lose. So Ron Johnson didn't win this because he ran this amazing campaign. Well, I, I take that back. He They ran a good campaign of who Mandela was. They created the right. depiction of who he was. Right. We all knew who Ron was, and Ron was somebody that would have lost his election had Mandela's campaign been on the offensive and decided that we are going to say, this is who Mandela is, this is where the state is, because there is no reason in the state of Wisconsin, the way how polarized it is now, that he loses by 26,000 votes, but Tony Evers wins by almost 100,000 votes. He wins right. by 90,000 votes. Right. 90,000 votes. The governor of this state won. The lieutenant governor lost the race in the Senate race by 26,000 uh, votes to somebody who was vulnerable in Ron Johnson. I blame 100% blame the campaign. I blame the Democratic Party for their failures in not letting Mandela Barnes be battle tested and for their failures of not trying to depict and create who he was to the people. But Ron Johnson's folks did that, just like Tony Evers did that with Tim Michaels. And he never, he never came on the truth until too late. It, it was it was it was later on weeks before you had to practically beg him to talk to black radio and he he came around i'll, I'll give i'll give him this when they realized he came around I, well, I, it was too late I, well a lot of it has to do with this this is the bottom line is this with mandela barnes mandela barnes is he's he was a very insecure politician because the thing is is everything that he's gone for he's never really had to to grit it through or fight it through he's kind of been anointed in that young black african-american who was up and coming i believe he got elected at like 25 yeah. or 26 yep. and he he's he's tall he has the look he has everything where it's like he could be the guy but he never really had to be tested when he ran against uh when he ran against lena taylor it wasn't something that it felt like he wanted to do it was something that somebody, somebody pushed put him to, up to pushed him to do to get so, rid of lena so right. all these different things right. are him being pushed up and i don't believe he ever got to make up he never got to really create who he was as a politician but isn't he a grown man who should have been able to do that i like, mean he's still he's still rather you don't young, work though. for them they work for you you have to have that mentality and that confidence and i believe he lacks that confidence and that is what hurt him now because he, he now he did great in the debates and after the debate i told i said he's going to close the gap because he looked good in the base and people right. watched it oh right. man he beat ron johnson and that's why he tightened the race but it was too little too late yes it was 833-212-1017 is the number. Different year, same dream. It's time to go for it. Concordia University offers accelerated graduate degrees with flexible schedules and online courses. Imagine save both time and money with completing your MBA, a doctorate in business or in education, master's in computer science or digital humanities, and doing it fully online. You were meant for an uncommon life, so what are you waiting for? Capture that dream. Find out more at cuw.edu. Concordia University. Live uncommon. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You are listening to The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm your host. Stepped all over that. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Truth Roundtable. Kyle Wallace. What's that guy's name again? Mike Spaulding. Oh, the basketball guy. Or yeah, is that the glove? Like that. Or is that the glove or the like Spaulding? Yeah, okay. But I say basketball. Basketball. Yeah. So you own the basketball company, is that it? I do yeah, I just do this as a hobby. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what do you do? Oh, we make rubber. That's it? Yep. Footballs, basketballs. Does Spalding make baseballs? Not probably. I would, I would say they probably do, just probably. not Major League Baseball, but probably has some type of brand of baseball. Gloves. Yeah, got to. Yeah. Right? That's what they're in the business of. Mm. I love baseball. Like, I'm a geek. I love it. So what do you know if there was Spalding baseballs? or There aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Who let him out? Who let him out? Wow, we let we let teammates walk around and stuff. It's five o'clock on a Friday. The day their day's over. I, the fact that they're here after five. Yeah, it's no, impressive. I'm a, I mean, I was thinking line. four o'clock. The day's probably <laughs> over with. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, upstairs it is. Okay, that's cute. But you know, it's three o'clock. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kyle see each other in the hallways upstairs. We're the only, only the only two ones here every once in a while. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we move past. No more exhaustion for the city. I'm just. The election and I just I I didn't I was happy for it to be over. The reason I was happy for it to be over is because no one seems to run a real race. We keep running against people instead of running. This is what I'm going to do. Mandela Barnes really didn't connect with the black community. Um, he, like some of his uh, compadres, haven't really done anything historically. They've just been there. And I don't really see that as a positive in putting the you in the United States Senate when you really didn't do anything when you were here. So why would I trust you to go to the U.S. Senate that's significantly more intimidating and they're just going to tell you what to do and say? And then you do it. And you just kind of follow along like a puppy dog. No, I'm not calling him a dog, so don't, don't do that. But. It, it, it from from speaking to him, he's smart. He's intelligent. He's got a good head on his shoulders, and he could go if he comes into his own with his own voice and his own vision. He can do whatever he wants to do. See, I, I I'm not saying he can't because I think he can, but that's the one thing that I Milwaukee and Wisconsin fails with. I believe we're just we accept and not, you know, no shot at him, but I'm just saying we accept mediocrity out of our black politicians. Yep, very true. I, I look I look out to the, 
you know, I look at Vail Demings down in uh, Florida, though she lost the race. I still think she is a powerful politician who is a great, uh, great speaker mm-hmm. and somebody who got stuff done as the chief of police down in Orlando had a track record of doing something. Yep. I look out at West Moore now elected as the uh, governor of Maryland, who had though out of politics, but he had a track record of success in his life of Correct. what he was doing. Right now, I've in my entire life, I've been in Milwaukee, and really, I've been paying attention to politics basically since the I believe it was two thousand three or two thousand four election between Marvin Pratt and Tom Barrett. Was he old enough to do that? Paying attention, I couldn't vote. Well, I was, I was, I was, I've been paying attention to politics at that time. I remember back before that, where uh, was it? Watts ran against uh, uh, Mayor uh, Mayor Norquist. I remember their debate that they had on TV. So I've been following these things for over twenty years now in my life, and my entire life, I feel like we just haven't had that black politician that's been that person. Like, oh, they are special, and so I think that's where we're just a little lackluster with that. I have no idea why it is that. But uh, that just seems to be what we have to deal with here in Milwaukee is mediocrity out of our African-American politicians. So when you look at someone like the mayor or the county executive here, I mean, do you feel the same way when you look at them? Or is it just when you're talking about electing people to a higher office? Because there is something to what you're saying about wanting to uh, be a politician because people have told you you should be a politician. I think that was one of the issues with Tim Michaels, not to get too far off the point, but was okay, you want to be the governor, but why? Because people told you you should be and you are very successful in your private life, so you're going to be the governor. Like, what do you want to do? And I don't think Tim Michaels had the why. Like, why do you want to do this other than because people told you? He's going to disappear. But again, David Crowley, very nice individual. I've met him a couple of times and I I love my interactions with him. Mayor Cavalier Johnson. Phenomenal. Crowley's a phenomenal guy. Yeah, no, and Mayor Cavalier Johnson, another one who was a great individual. If I had to sit here and say, in four years, when Tony Evers does not run for re-election, and David Crowley or, or or Mayor Johnson, so County Executive Crowley or Mayor Johnson are the individuals that may be leading candidates, will I be excited about it? Uh, we'll see. They have some time to see what they're going to do. I think David Crowley is running a, a pretty decent ship there. I appreciate yep. the fact that he's learning and he's open to having conversations on you know both sides. And I, I, I see Chevy having some growth here where what his vision is for the city. We'll see after he actually has to have his full election. But I, as of right now, no, they're both mediocre. I don't envision them being the people I would love to lead the state of Wisconsin. I think I would look to Crowley first. Agreed here as well. I, I think yeah. that I've seen Crowley work in offices, work in... Madison work for, you know, legislators, and he understands the system and how to get things done. He's shown with his budget, he's shown with working with people across the aisle that he can get it done. I, I just, I just don't see the mayor doing that. He had an opportunity to do it as an alderman, opportunity to do it as a common council president. He had a, has an opportunity now, but I'm not really hearing anything. One thing with Cavalier Johnson is Cavalier Johnson's aspirations are bigger than where he is. And this is the issue. I yeah, always but he's have. telegraphing that, well, well, yeah. which yeah. defeats the purpose. And that was always the issue with what I had with Scott Walker is the fact that right. Scott Walker, Cavalier Johnson, they're always doing things in a decision for what makes the future look better. Right. How can I build up my right. resume? How can I do things that make me look this way? And for, specifically for Cavalier Johnson, he's trying to take that stance of the fact that he is the mayor that makes tough decisions. He's also the mayor that's willing to reach across the aisle. So he's going to try to come off as more of a moderate 
type Democrat than a super far left liberal type Democrat, which I have no idea what he is. In the city of Milwaukee, it really doesn't matter. You're only get elected if you're a Democrat. Right. But I think that's where he's trying to show when he sets up that next run is I reached across the aisle. I, I did what I had to do in order mm-hmm. to try to work with everybody to bring what's best for the city. And I'm not, that's not a bad thing because I think it could bring success to the city of Wisconsin and prosperity to uh, Milwaukee. But I mean, excuse me, state of Wisconsin. But We'll see. But I really think he's focused on the next role versus this role. And this role is a resume builder for what's next. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before we go to break, talking text line says, but Ron Johnson, but doesn't Ron Johnson do what Republicans want him to do? Well, yes and no, but most politicians do. I don't know. See, you I know, don't, I don't, I don't think he does. Ron Johnson, he does what Republicans, Ron Johnson has his own identity. And that's right. the one thing when you are rich, and wealthy and you don't i mean again he listens to people who put money in his pockets ron johnson does what he wants to do he does not he does not get in line he basically believes what he believes and he just votes how he votes and he said name a significant piece of legislation that ron johnson did we need more choices ron johnson is the reason why a significant number of black men in milwaukee who went to jail have jobs now i'm not on the trail for ron because he's he won already but What's a significant Joseph, number. I mean, a significant. I would, least, I would say at least five hundred to a thousand. Okay, that's significant. I mean, I would say that's a big number. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. The no, Joseph no, no, no. Project has I'm, done I, significant work I, in the I city. I have no. I think it's a great project. I'm not knocking. And even that. if my numbers are high, the fact that he was able to do he it, does, he did something, and Gwen Moore didn't. And That's not, all I'm saying. It's not legislation he put in. Well, no, it's not legislation. It's I'm not really concerned about legislation for a senator to get legislation through. With 50 other people yeah. or 100, that's just. No, what I'll say is this, is that Oshkosh Corporation ended up getting that contract with the U.S. Mail and it yep. had Tammy Baldwin and it had Ron Johnson written all over sure it. Sure did. They were in that, that, even though it doesn't impact us here in Milwaukee, it impacts the state of Wisconsin overall at the end of the and day. In that community. You had something, Mike? No, nothing really to add to that one other than I was just going to say that is a great point from the, the text line. But when you're talking about uh, unseating an incumbent U.S. senator, right. you have to have some of those pelts on your wall to be able to say you would be better off with me because of X, Y, Z. You know, when you're when Kyle, you mentioned that the Barnes campaign felt like they were on the defensive the whole time. You can't sit back and rest on your laurels. I think that's what the Johnson campaign was able to do. Mostly painting a picture of who Mandela Barnes is or the perception of who he is was a good offensive move, but mostly. You didn't see Ron Johnson out being much more proactive than he's been for the past 12 years as a U.S. senator, and he didn't need to. But if you are the one trying to unseat him, you have to, what is it, if you come for the king, right, you better go for the hat. Like, that's what they needed to do, and they failed to do that. Was there any incumbent who ran nationwide for the Senate that actually lost? No. No. There you have it. No. It's hard. No. And I mean, the fact that we put a Steny Hoyer, Pelosi, 82 and 83 and 82 years old. Come on. Like at some point we got to go. Okay. You got to go. That's why we need term limits. That's why we need age limits. I think, well, age, I don't know. Age might give me a reason to not have to do it. So, you know, you got that too. You're listening to the truth round table on truth in the afternoon. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back or should I say before we come back, We've got traffic, weather, all sorts of stuff going. And we got that stuff called, that stuff Kyle likes, sports. 
This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Roundtable on Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. We are here with Mike Spaulding and the infamous former producer, now director of content, Grand Poobah, Kyle Wallace. What up? Just talking on the Truth Roundtable today, just Dr. Talking Ken on Harris. The truth. Mike's causing trouble all the time. See, he he just he shows up and you know has this news brain and just that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's got to mm-hmm. be the news. Mm-hmm. Brain. It's got to be the nice news way. Brain. Talking text line says Michaels has been running political campaigns for a while. That's yeah. not true. He ran one like almost twenty years ago when he ran for the Senate. <laughs> yeah. What what like what, what other time did he run? Yeah, what other time did he run? I don't know. That's um, it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Can we just say that's actually the corporation took a uh, took a hit, and you know, obviously a lot of corporations have issues. The Michaels Corporation is actually a really a really good corporation in the state of Wisconsin. Yep. Can we just say that now? I'm six, sure Tony Evers six, can say that. Sixty two years has none of the stuff has been. That's what's what I'm looking for. It it hasn't been sustained, right? None of those cooperated. Real none of it right. led to any charges or anything none of it. like Even that. Yeah. Court, none of that. So it is just. You know, to to and then you have people that work there, and they have to go drive around and stuff. And people look at them like, "Oh, you work at that place where they mm-hmm. well, allegedly." That's what, that's what Tim Tim Michaels put them all at that. That's what he chose to do. Yeah, I mean, I I have no issue. Anybody that's bringing business to the state of Wisconsin, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I can't wait till they build that casino down in Kenosha. I'm excited, not because I gamble, but because this industry is business and it's jobs. Exactly. 833-212-1017 is the number. The talking text line always at work said it's a cold game when you can be the person in office, blame all the problems that happen on your watch on your opponent. That is very true. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what Ron Johnson did. <laughs> it's, in, it's, it's insane that, that that's what happened, and it worked. Well, what, what, what did he blame? Well, he tried to blame all this a crime and all these different things. And, like, yeah, he was here in the state, but, like, just things that happened, he tried to blame stuff. Progress. Oh, inflation, inflation is high. A U.S. senator has absolutely nothing to do with crime. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. He, ha- he will have nothing to do with it other than trying to find ways to stop it. But inflation is high. This is that. But, but can a U.S. senator stop crime in a neighborhood? No. But they can try to get money to go that way. Yeah, really? From what you know, how long that'll take? They'll I don't be know, earmarks. I don't know. I mean, that's gonna stop crime, but at least try to uh, put money in that direction. I'm sure Gwen Moore puts money in our direction. Well, let's check. Yeah, Mike. Okay, this I'm put right on the spot right now. 
No, I don't. I don't know. It, it would take forever. Is of the answer? Of course, it would. Yeah. Well, the last time they tried to do it was the crime bill, right? And you see you how see that, that worked out. Yeah, right. To, I, know, again, it's that unwanted. No one asked you. Bridges to nowhere. You know. Yeah. 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 This is the way. Stricter punishment <laughs> is the way. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. No, it's because no one's no one's interested in having an actual conversation about what it would take. Because everybody right. knows better. Everyone knows better. Everyone knows how to spend your tax dollars the best. Everyone's decision is the best. And no one wants to have an actual conversation because I don't no one's correct, right? It and things aren't put in place long enough for those things to be proven correct or incorrect, really. Mm-hmm. Right? Because as soon as someone else goes into office, well, if it's a controversial piece of legislation, it's gonna get repealed again. Right. So we're just in this cyclical. So we'll just go back and forth. Exactly. And, back and, forth and, mm-hmm. back and, and nothing gets better then. Before we take another break, talking text line. I just heard the end of your topic with Dr. Ken saying age limits. Do you think that minors that receive a paycheck should be able to vote based off taxation without representation? I don't think I'd oppose lowering the voting age. I would. I would not lower the voting age. Beyond 18? Why is that? I'm not saying I'm not a proponent of it, but I'm just curious of why you would say no. Okay, first of all, logic, um, influencers, things that influence you. We're, we're we're talking about your brain. How old are you, Kyle? Your brain only came into being maybe I'm five seasoned. or six years. Five six years ago is how old your brain is because your brain is not fully developed until you're 25. My my counter to that, not saying I think they should lower the age. You're going to counter. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm science. Here to no, what I'm countering is <laughs> is the fact that just because you're a certain age doesn't mean that you're super mature can make great decisions. There are a lot of people who make <gasps> terrible de- voting decisions based off things that don't even exist. You know, there's people out here that really think that Hillary Clinton eats dead babies. Like people really, they, they legitimately believe that these are individuals what? that are voting. Yes. What? So that, that's what I'm saying. Come on, Doctor Ken, get on Reddit. You know what I mean? But well, th- that's th- the whole point. So that's, I got that's on all Reddit saying. and I went, "Why am I on Reddit?" Well, so those people vote. Some of them. <laughs> What'd you say? It's not a real conspiracy. Was he supposed to be on air when he said that? Yeah, I couldn't no, hear I didn't him. Mumbling. I heard mumbling. We didn't hear. Your mic must mumbling. be down. Yeah. Unless our mics are. Unless it's not a conspiracy. Oh, it's fact. And she doesn't eat dead babies. She drinks their blood. Oh, yes. My apologies. It was supposed to be See? drinking the blood. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I'm not into the conspiracy. I just know people who are, so I don't. How many 15-year-olds do you think would vote, though? How many 15-year-olds drink blood? More I was than Hillary Clinton, probably. <laughs> I, I would say, well, I would say 16, 15. I think they would vote, actually, because here's the thing. Every, I shouldn't say every, because I don't know that. A lot of schools have mock elections, don't they? Yeah. And they have student councils and, and stuff so, like I mean, that. Th- those are some of the ages where kids are just like, ah. I, I, I mean, would it be a significant amount? Yeah, actually, it would be a, a good amount, yeah. You know where my problem would be with lowering the voting age? Not because of brains or whatever, but because now all of a sudden, now your high schools are getting political ads targeted towards them. I think Ooh. like the fallout from that for Ooh. targeting 16, 15-year-olds with... Stuff that, that, you know, adults, we all have trouble determining what's real, what's fake sometimes, right? I mean, we all get duped by the emails and stuff like that. A 15-year-old. No, before you go. No, look, before. Kyle, Kyle, I've never I've never got fished once on these emails at work. I will say that. I'm good about not clicking the, the spam emails. But, I mean, if you're, if you're 15 years old, a sophomore in high school, you get your first job. Now you can vote. Now you have a political, can- a political 
candidate or an office holder with a machine behind them that is very skilled at creating advertisements is now targeting 15-year-old kids. Like that's the that's the issue that I would see, kind of an right. unintended consequence. Right. Before we go to break, somebody brought up we market to kids the military mm-hmm. at 16, right? And they get in junior ROTC in high school, and then they go to the military at 18. Is that different? No, they're recruiting just like a university is. Right. Yeah, I guess major universities recruit kids. Who aren't? So why can't a political party? I mean, they do. Political parties, they do. Aren't they like junior or something or no? Or am I tripping? Maybe Most not. high maybe schools don't have any young political? Democrat and young oh, Republican. Okay, well, maybe. maybe no, you, you have just, like model yeah. UN and stuff I like guess, that, yeah. but that's a little bit different. Well, future business leaders is just future business leaders. I wouldn't assign it a political. Man, get out of here. DZ is on a, he won't come on the air. Well, but he, <laughs> I feel like you know what way they're probably leaning. But but I, I, I but I, I actually understand his point that we go after kids when we want to go after kids. And then when other people want to go after them, we say no. So, oh, that's terrible. Right. But we how long did it take us to stop jewel cigarettes? Like how many years before they made billions of dollars? Then Oh, yeah, I guess we got to stop. I don't know. I think um, it's not taxation without representation. Your representation comes with your vote. When you're old enough to vote, you get the taxation. That's just me. What if your kid came to you and said, I'm not going to get a job, Dad, because I I can't vote yet and I'm not going to be taxed? Has anyone ever heard that excuse? No. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Now we will. That'd be a great one. Yes, it would definitely be a great one. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Truth Roundtable. Kyle, do you have any? You gotta, you gotta. You came in quick for me. real. Well, then I'll <laughs> yeah, go somebody else. Can I tap? Let me, uh, Mike. Sure. He, he, he's gonna. He, I didn't do. Well, I, didn't I wouldn't do what say I need tap to. out. You're gonna. I won't like, hold. I'm gonna pass it back. I'm gonna pass, pass it to back. you. And you gonna pass, pass it. the me. baton. Appreciate it, Mike. Winners and losers. Uh, you want to go loser first or winner first? Loser. Ooh, loser bad news loser. first. I like that. Uh, Kyrie Irving's my loser of the month. <laughs> Why is that? I can't repeat why, or else I'm going to be the next loser of the month. Oh, and the truth, you can repeat it. What? What? what, what, what <laughs> no, we we good. We got. The man can't get out of his own way. Yeah, full okay. flexibility. That's a, Kyrie hot, Irving. that's a hot topic here. Come on now. Well, I'm just he's the he's the guy who you know how you have the friend. Everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, you have that friend who does this, and if you don't, if you like, I don't have that friend. You're that person. That's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is that guy who he doesn't realize. Like, wow, well, would know why does oh no one wants to sit next to me at lunch today, huh? And then eventually looks around and says, like, well, they're all wrong. Mm. I'm a joy to be around. He is. Eh. I'm, a wi- I- I- I'm with that. I actually agree. Wow. Right? Yeah, I agree. And he's taking down Kevin Durant with him for some reason. <laughs> and Steve. He's taking down everyone. I don't know why. I don't understand. So, anyway, he's my loser of the month. Wow. Your winner? Uh. The white guys that own the TV networks because they got so much cheap coverage for the election 
and ratings were bananas. So <laughs> they win the month for doing very little work. Oh, that's true. But raking in the ratings. Wow. I've never heard white guys blame like that before. Mm. Yeah. Loving this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should have wrote it down. You're a loser. All right. So my loser, uh, let's go with, well, I just said a loser of the Republican Party in the state of Wisconsin. I would say that they're definitely the losers here. Uh, actually, country. No, who, who, who's the Rep- loser? Republican Party across the country, uh, the loser. They absolutely had somehow, in some miracle way, should have shellacked the Democrats everywhere, and somehow they did not. I it just I cannot fathom how this happened. So they are the biggest losers when it comes to this because now what they have to deal with is they have to deal with the House where they have to actually talk to the crazies. Wow, poor winner. folks. Winner, Elon yeah. Musk. <laughs> Why is he a winner? <laughs> Everybody, what have we talked about for the last three weeks? We talked about Kanye, we've talked about Kyrie, and we've talked about Elon Musk. And guess what? Elon tweeted out yesterday. All these people talk about oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Twitter. Guess what happened? What? He said Twitter is popping right now. All this stuff is trending. He said Twitter is trending on Twitter. A lot of people are using Twitter. He said it's like a high usage. Right. Him saying crazy things as usual drives people to whatever he's trying to sell. Yep. So winner is Elon Musk. He may I don't I don't know the guy. People don't like him, but I guess he's a winner right now. He may end up with billions and billions and billions in his pocket. My loser is Mandela Barnes. He had a chance to step in. And really be a powerhouse and show what he could do and spread his wings. And he didn't. He didn't. Um, My winner is actually Governor Evers. He was the same, right? No back and forth, no wiggle room. He was just consistent. And so he won. And so that's my winner. So to one, I give the advice to do what the other one did hit the ball that's all you gotta do hit the ball you'll win so well thank you guys mike appreciate you being here kyle wallace appreciate you as always Yes, sir. Yeah, Happy to be here. He turn his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's management, already, you know. He's already out the door. Like, oh, no, no, more, say bye. no more work. Just, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> thank you, DC. We appreciate you. Truth Roundtable, right here on Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe shows up next. We'll have the best of all weekend. Great shows on Saturday morning and on Monday morning at 7 a.m. You have the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association number one morning show. Mel and DZ on MK in the morning. Look at him. Got to throw his guns up like he's somebody. Have a great weekend. Stay out the snow.